Hey, hey, I'm Amanda, wife, mother, and follower of Christ, and welcome to the Ducks in a Row podcast. I'm a homeschool mama and entrepreneur, and I have a master's degree in social work with a passion for helping others organize their life. Buckle up for a ride into sharing all I know about time management, productivity, crushing goals, wellness, organizing, and faith. I am so glad you're here, and I hope I can help you get your ducks in a row. Hi friends, I have another new offering for you and I am so excited to share this one with you. It is a quick little 30-minute course on decluttering. It goes through eight steps and a couple simple solutions that I have used in my organizing business since 2015. And it is yours for only $14.99. Make sure you go to the show notes and click the link and head there if you're interested. Hey guys, I just wanted to talk to you really quick about my latest offering through Ducks in a Row called Virtual Organizing. So what is virtual organizing? Well, first we start with a free consult call where we get to know each other and your organizing needs. I will then develop an estimate for organizing your space based on photos and videos that you send me. Once you've agreed, I will begin to develop a very comprehensive outline on how and what to purge from the space and then how to reorganize it. I will also include a vision board for the space, including photos and links to possible products and organizing solutions. Then you do the work and I'm available via voice texting or email to guide you, provide accountability, and answer any and all questions you might have. If this is something that sounds good to you that you think you might need for your space or for someone you know, be sure to reach out or go to the show notes where I have everything linked. Okay, guys, let's get to the show. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ducks in a Row podcast. I am your host, Amanda Roberts, and I am here today to bring you uh, a nice little message that I have actually been kind of waiting to share for like a couple of weeks. Oh, actually, it's probably almost like a month. Um, my dog's beside me, by the way, and she just groaned as she laid down. I mean, isn't this how it goes with dogs? They act like they have such a, a rough life. <laughs> daily, we just look at them like, wow, if only we could just be you, right? Anyway, so I'm coming to you here today, um, the day after Easter. And so I really think that this is a good day to bring you guys this message. Um, like I said, I, I had kind of been introduced to this message, um, probably about a month and a half ago and, you know, but I have been having guests and, um, I just hadn't really had a time to bring this message to you here on the podcast. And so today is the day and I'm so excited and I hope I don't like butcher it because, oh, it is so good. (laughs) It's so, so, so good. Um, and again, like I didn't, I didn't come up with this. This isn't like from my own brain necessarily. The, the main concept itself didn't come from my own brain, but hopefully the entire message that I bring you here today, um, can kind of just be cohesive and um, just be something that hopefully you need to hear. Whoever you are, hopefully it's something you need to hear. So who is this message for? Today, this message is for somebody who is waiting to make a decision. And I have actually done 
podcasts on decision making before and being decisive and um, learning how to sometimes take quick action without being hasty, you know, and without being like irresponsible with our um, actions, you know, but I I do believe there is like this beautiful balance of um, acting quickly and concisely and not acting in like a hasty way that is maybe going to cause um, more harm than good. I do believe there's a balance there and it's pretty tough, right? But I know a lot of us really struggle with making decisions and just knowing if it's like the right decision. And so many people just sort of like sit and just don't take action because they just are afraid that the action they take is going to be the wrong action. So like I said, I have done a whole podcast on that before. This isn't really that. It kind of is, um, but I have an extra little twist with this particular message today. So it's kind of like, you know, for that person who's sort of sitting um I'm actually going to just say, sitting on the fence, this really is about getting off the fence. This message is for someone who needs to get off the fence. The fence is nowhere to be sitting. So we can apply this in a lot of different ways. When I first heard this message, I was sitting in church, okay? I'm just going to say it straight out the gate. I'm going to try not to be too preachy today because this isn't, you know, a a preaching podcast. I don't want to say it's not a Christian podcast. It's certainly a Christian podcast, um, but it's not always about that, right? So it's not like a, I'm not like a preacher here. So I'm going to try to um, do this justice in more than just that way. But at the end of the day, that is where I heard this message and started to realize that I can, this can be applied to so many concepts in people's lives, whether you're a Christian or not. Getting off the fence is vital. It is vital. I understand being on the fence. I understand spending a little time on the fence, you know, in different, in different ways, shapes and forms, different scenarios. I understand spending some time on the fence, um, and, and trying to figure out which direction you want to go in. There's, that's okay. That happens. That happens. But there is a whole slew of us that have got to put our big girl panties on and get off the fence. We've got to get off the fence. We've been sitting there way too long. It has gotten way too comfortable. We have figured out how to make a two by four (laughs) into our living room. Does that even make sense? We have figured out how, how to make an uncomfortable fence into comfort. And being able to sit there and chill there and hang out there and think that that's just where we need to be because we can't make a decision. Or we've made a decision, but we're too afraid to act one way or the other. We're too afraid to hop off on one side or the other, right? Because we don't know what the future is going to bring or what the future is going to hold um, when we actually get off the fence. So our decision may have even been made. But we're riding the fence because it's safe. It's a comfortable place to be. 
It's safe and comfortable. I'm going to say that again. The fence is safe and comfortable. We can be pleasing two different sides at the same time. We can dangle both feet over one side every now and then, and then it just takes a quick little swing of the butt, and we can dangle our other two feet off the other side of the fence. We can we can touch, you know, things and maybe even certain people who are also close to the fence while we're sitting on the fence, either on one side or the other. You know, we can kind of just kind of just hang out there. You know, it's comfy. It's comfy. But I am inviting you today, friends, to get off the fence. Get off. Make a decision and get off of the fence. If you've already made the decision, take action and get off the fence. So let's say we're going to we're going to give some examples, okay? And then I'm really going to bring it home with why this is so important, okay? And hopefully it'll apply to everybody in every scenario. But let's say that like you have this stance at work, okay? Let's let's just give an example. You you in your job, you know, you could go one way or the other and you know that one way is better than the other. But there's a whole group of people that you know and you love that are on this other side that you've already made the decision that you're not really like with them in this decision, right? Like you you know that they're in the wrong, but like you know, they're like your friends and they're your work friends and you don't want to step on their toes and you're just like, oh, you know, I just could, if I hang out on the fence, they see that I haven't been super decisive. So they know that like they can still trust me and I'm still there. I'm still part of them. Even though I know that like this other side of the fence is the way I need to go. And, and maybe it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm just giving this example of work, but it can be a group of friends who are making a bad decision um, with a lifestyle or my gosh, it could be, you could just apply this to so many things. You can apply this to whether or not you want to jump into becoming an entrepreneur, right? This is a good uh, podcast to talk about that. We like to talk about entrepreneurship a lot in this podcast. So maybe you're sitting on the fence, you have your idea, <laughs> you know, you know what you want to do, you know you can, you know maybe even eventually you will jump off the fence and head over to to that side. But you're still on the fence because you're afraid. You're afraid. You have all these other people on the other side of the fence who are are doubting you and who don't really think that you can go and start this business or whatever the case may be. And so you're just sort of sitting there because you're stuck. You're stuck on the fence and it's comfy. It's comfier to be there, to have these wild dreams of of jumping over onto this side and doing all these amazing things. But like, it's comfy because it's easier to stay where you are. It's just easier. It's, It's just more comfortable to stay where you are. So you've got all these decisions. Maybe even it's a decision whether or not to homeschool. Okay. Um, I, again, <laughs> that pertains to my audience here. So, you know, maybe you've always thought of it and you've dreamt of it. And maybe you even say to yourself, someday I will, someday I will. But I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about it still, you know, like I know it's the right thing for my family. Again, this isn't It might not be the right thing for everybody's family, so don't hear me saying that. I'm just saying, if this is you trying to get off the fence, I know this is the right thing for my family, but like, um, how easy is it to just like throw my kids on the bus every day, you know, (laughs) and then go about my day either at work or whatever. Like, if I homeschool, I'm going to have to maybe quit my job or go part-time or there's always so many things that keep us on the fence because it's easy 
Maybe it's a stance that you want to like take, you know, maybe it's like a big like political stance or like just you want to stand up even even if you want to like, um, I don't even know, like, yeah, something something that maybe you have friends that are not in agreement with you when it comes to a certain political ideology that you have, right? But you are more comfortable on the fence because you don't want to offend those people. And even though you believe this way on the other side of the fence and you just believe that with all your heart and like, you know, that's right and true, but, or, or you at least believe it is, but the other people on the other side of the fence, you just like, maybe they're your friends or you can kind of see their side. Like you do, And that's okay to see people side on that other side. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, we should be working towards seeing what people have to say on the other side, right? But like you're too, you won't get off the fence on this issue, on this big policy issue that you know is a big deal, but you're just too afraid to commit to either side, you know? And dare I even say, and like, listen, I try to always keep things middle of the road in, in like everything, right? Because I want to be welcoming and understanding and loving to everybody because that's how I believe Jesus was and is. And, and I, right, I believe all of that. But there does come a point in time in all of these issues that I'm saying where decisions need made and indecisiveness is also not the right way to be. Because you can be on one side of the fence and still love everybody on the other side of the fence. As a matter of fact, we should. We should work toward it. Okay? So I don't want you to hear me say, oh, you just abandon people on the other side of the fence. That's, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, you have got to stand firm in whatever it is you're hopping off the fence to go toward. You've got to be confident and strong in that decision. And just hanging out on the fence is not the answer. Because you can come back over to the fence and love on those people on the other side without abandoning what you believe in and how you feel about what you've got on your side of the fence. You don't have to compromise that. You can commit to one side of the fence or the other and not have to compromise that when reaching across that fence to love or do whatever to the other people on the other side, okay? I hope that's not confusing. I'm gonna give you now what I believe is the ultimate illustration and what I heard in church that gave me the idea to spread this message on my podcast because it is so, so good. It is so good. So I was sitting, like I said, in church, and it was actually a baptism service. Um, It was not a regular service. And the young man that was giving his testimony, so at our church, we have two times a year, we have a baptism service where um, people come and they give their testimony. There's there's usually at least 20 or 25 people um, total that that get baptized on these baptism Sundays. And um, they have to stand in front of the church of nearly a thousand people, <laughs> which is 
quite daunting and they have to give their testimony. Now, of course, they can make it short and sweet if they're too nervous. But I'll tell you what, the Lord works in these people's lives because they they truly, um, they, they just lay it all out there. Oh my gosh, the testimonies are so amazing. It is like one of my favorite church services to go to because to hear how God is working in people's lives, <laughs> it is just the most beautiful thing. I love it. So anyway, my son actually got baptized this uh, last September. Um, but this was not the same baptism service. But anyway, so we were there in February and this young man, I mean, he was probably college age, said that for the longest time, he was coming to church with his girlfriend at our church. And, you know, he was listening to the sermons. He loved what our preacher had to say, you know, um, and totally just resonated with it and all the things, you know, and he had no issue going to church. He enjoyed himself. Um, you know, but just week after week just kept going by. And I mean, I think the Lord was pricking his heart, you know, and then eventually one Sunday, our pastor had a sermon and I don't even remember hearing this sermon, right? For the first time, first time me hearing about this get off the fence message was from this young man who was getting baptized. But he said one Sunday, pastor had a sermon about getting off the fence. And he said, it went something like this. I was sitting on the fence and I have the world on the one side and I have life with Christ on the other side. And I was just sitting there, comfy as can be, living both lives. You know, I knew, I knew God was over here. I knew all about him, knew what he did, knew what I had to do to live with him forever in heaven, knew it all, right? Then I had the world on the other side and I, of course, knew all about the world because I'm a sinner and I was born into it and living my life, you know, in the world. I was living my life in both of the worlds. I was sitting on the fence, riding that fence, and just hanging out, you know, with life with Christ on one side and the world on the other. And he's like, I was there for a long time. And, I, and the pastor had this message, and he said, if you're on the fence, this is you, just know you're not going to be able to stay there forever. And he's like, so you're sitting there, you know. And then one day, the devil, Satan, the enemy, whatever you want to call him, he walks up to you, right? And he's like, here, grab my hand. Come on, we're going. And you're, you're hanging out. You're on the fence. You're like, wait, what do you mean? Like, no, I'm not. Why am I coming? I, why am I coming with you? I, I like haven't made my decision yet, really. I'm on the, f- can't you see I'm on the fence? I'm on the fence. I'm not coming with you. And Satan looks up at him and he says, son, I own the fence. I own the fence. So yes, you are coming with me. You've made your decision. If you're hanging out on the fence, you've made your decision. Your decision is you're coming with me. And I got to tell you, when this young man said that, and I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) how profound is that message, you guys? The fence isn't a comfy place to be. The fence is a place of indecision. The fence belongs to the one side that you kind of know isn't the right side. The fence belongs to what you've already sort of made your decision that you're like not going to (laughs) do. 
you know, but you haven't really committed to the other side yet. The fence is owned by that side. The fence is always owned by one person. You could talk about a fence in your yard. One, one person, one neighbor, either you or your, or your neighbor owns the fence. The fence isn't ever shared, right? So you know who owns the fence. You know who owns that fence. So maybe it's time to um, hop off on the side that you know is right. Because <sighs> you're sitting where you don't want to be. You're sitting on the wrong side. You think it's comfy, you think it's nice, you think it's easy, all that. It might be, but that's because it belongs to the wrong side. That's because it belongs to the side that you are actually not choosing. Now, in my example, the fence belongs to the enemy or to the world, worldly ways of living, right? And the other side... (laughs) is glory and heaven and life with Christ, which is beyond any kind of explanation, um, but it, it is wonderful. But maybe the fence for you is all those other scenarios that I gave earlier, all those other situations, the group of people at work, you know, as opposed to what you know you need to do right. The decision to finally make, you know, to, to jump into entrepreneurship, and start your business. You keep sitting on the fence. I mean, that's a really good example. If you keep sitting on the fence and you're, and you're ready to take action, the other side is winning. And the same goes like with my homeschool example or with my political example even. When you're sitting on the fence and you're not committing to that side of the fence that you know is right and and what you do want for your life, for your family, for your spirituality, for whatever it is, if you're on the fence, you are literally living that other side of the fence. You're living the wrong side of the fence because you haven't taken action. You haven't made the change. Maybe you've made the decision, but you haven't made the change. And until you make the change, you haven't made the decision. You haven't truly made the decision. So whatever, whatever it is, and maybe I didn't even give you an example that is for you today, you know, but I'm pretty sure if this message resonates with you, the examples there, just apply it to your life. Get off the fence. The other side owns the fence, friend. The other side owns the fence. The side that you don't really want owns the fence, So it's not comfy. It's not easy. It's bringing you down. So get off. I love you. And I hope this message met you well. And I hope you come back for more. And I hope you share if it did meet you well. And I hope you live your life with passionate gratitude. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you subscribe and share with your friends. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do. Always remember, lead your life with passionate gratitude. God bless. Until next time.